Fighting. Hatred. Fear. Had enough of the noise? For listening in, I'm your host, Dr. H. It's good to be here with you, baby, especially after that wonderful conference we had last week, Healing for the Ages. If you missed it, woo, you missed out. We're going to make sure that if you did miss it, you get a chance to watch all the incredible information from Dr. Brian Artis, Dr. Ed Group, Dr. Janice Schmidt, and yours truly. Um, what we heard, folks, was that it was the conference of the century and people were just absolutely over the moon with it. And so we are grateful to everyone that attended in person and virtually. Thank you so much for all the love and all the support. And we are, of course, going to do it again next year. And we, of course, do have our follow up virtual um, that we're going to do with everybody who is a paid attendee. We're going to do that on October 5th. So when we open up, we're anticipating opening up the replays so you can purchase the replays and the recordings for the conference. We're anticipating opening that up on September 25th. So if you pay for it, then you will be able to join us. Of course, you will be able to join us for our follow-ups. We can answer your questions and really keep updating you on our latest research. So thank you so much for all the love and all that. And it's good to be back here with you on Energetic Health Radio. Now make sure and tell all of your freedom friends that they can join us here live on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network and via the recorded podcast at americaoutloud.com. They can also find us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora Networks. Just download the America Out Loud phone app for Apple, Android, or Alexa and listen in wherever you may be. Now, Energetic Health Radio is sponsored by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing people just like you. The best way to be free is to be healthy, and we do it better than anybody else in the world, y'all. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. Proven holistic nutrition, detox, and fasting, the art of cellular healing, and so much more. Join the EHI family of healers today and go to energetichealthinstitute.org, O-R-G, to make sure you do. Now, we have a great class starting at EHI I got to tell you about, folks. And that is our Detox 101 class, where we're going to help you completely heal your microbiome, your digestion. So if you're dealing with any kind of digestive issues, or if you just want to make sure you have this skill, because this what we teach at the school is a lifetime skill. You will know how to constantly be able to detoxify your cells, cleanse your body, and we teach you how to fast. And it's optional if you want to participate or not. But we, most of our students, I'd say at least 99% tend to want to do that with us as well. And it's all supervised, all 100% safe, and of course, effective. That's where you can actually use that phrase, safe and effective. So check us out, energetichealthinstitute.org. We have a class that just started yesterday, but you, it, it, we do keep enrollment open for a full week afterwards. So if, you're, if that's interesting to you, you want to learn how to detox, you want to learn how to cleanse, you want to learn how to fast, and you want to learn how to do it in a way that works, is proven to work, check us out, energetichealthinstitute.org. All right. 
Well, healers, we have a great show for you today. Uh, Sasha Ladiapova is going to be on with us for the next two segments. We're so excited to have her. If you haven't heard of who she is, she is a former um, uh, pharmaceutical uh, you know, quality control specialist. I mean, she knows her stuff inside and out. And so she was able to easily see when things were off and that the Vera's numbers were off and there was no quality control on any of these products. And so she started doing intense research because she is a pit bull fearless. You are love her. She started getting into the research on how they constructed the enterprise fraud. She started getting into the research on how the DOD, the Department of Defense is heavily involved i mean and and the can in the work that they did with the health and human services department so the hhs and as you may know if you've been following us with our grand jury petition initiative uh, that is still active in federal court oh yeah we aren't going anywhere right what you will find which is very very cool is that we named both of the health and human services secretaries alex azar and xavier becerra as defendants in our allegations of criminal data fraud and willful misconduct, right? We are going after them. We've been going after them from the start. So it's going to be very fun to listen into her. And as she talks about some of the things we've been talking about too, and of course she does some great work with Catherine Austin Fitz and so many other folks out there. So folks, you just, you really want to hear this. It's, it's hard to hear some of this stuff, right? It's hard to think that, man, our DOD got weaponized against us are, are the very it's kind of like an autoimmune attack really when you get into it like our own military which is our immune system for our great nation is actually attacking us the people that did it and the people that pay for the military to even exist it's attacking us and we it's easy to say well the military now we start looking at well everybody in the military no it's nonsense it's a very small number of very evil people who have sold their souls to the devil who are in positions of decision-making authority, sadly. That's what's going on here. We love our men and women in the armed services. One of my big problems I've had with so much of things that are surrounding vaccines, and these aren't vaccines, but I'm talking about the earlier generation things that were considered to be vaccines, those bioweapons. The thing that really, really concerns me is like, I remember reading through the 1986 National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act. This is 1986. This is supposed to be about children. Can you tell me why the Department of Defense is named several times in this act? Why would they need to be? This is supposed to be an act that makes sure that children, when they're injured by the damn shots, because everybody knew that the shots injured kids, that there would be a mechanism for them to receive compensation because what they really wanted to do was protect the pharmaceutical manufacturers from any liability. This is the only product in the whole world where if you make a defective product, which that's all they do, and those products injured people, which is all they do, then you don't have to pay for those injuries, right? This is ridiculous. When you stop for a second and you go, if somebody, if somebody fed you a steak, and that steak, they knew that steak was poisoned. They knew that steak had poison in it and they fed it to you anyway. And you ate it and, or someone you loved ate it and they died. How ridiculous would it be that we couldn't sue for wrongful death? Or if they ate it and were injured, we couldn't sue for that person's medical expenses and pain and suffering. You understand what I'm getting at? 
the only product in the world that has this type of protection are shots. And what do they put into shots? Aborted human fetal tissue, um, mercury, aluminum, nail polish remover. What do they put into these shots? Um, green monkey kidney cells, canine cells, fetal bovine serum. And they call me a witch doctor for practicing with herbs and and with nutrients and organic foods They and structured water. Now they call me they call me a witch doctor, but look what they're putting in their in their bitches brew, right? Look what they're putting in. They're putting in all of these things like it's a cauldron, you know, like we're in some kind of Macbeth play or something like that, right? But then they blame somebody who actually is good and doing the right things in the eye of God, in under God's supervision, as you know, somebody who's a witch doctor. Yeah, okay. All right. We'll spin that one, Joseph Goebbels, right? Way to go. Joseph Goebbels is smiling ear to ear right now. That POS is. When you look at this, folks, the point I'm making to you is really simple. You have to step back a little bit and take really a high level view of what's going on. There's no reason for any company to have protection on a product. If you make a defaultive, defective product and it hurts someone, you should be sued. Can we all agree on that? Right? I don't care what you're, who you voted for. Can we just all agree on that? That there should be no such thing as liability protection for a product. Right? Why? Where's Where's your reason to be accountable? See, when you have, when you remove liability protection and you give people like us a chance to sue companies into oblivion. That's the checks and balances that's so essential for a free society to work under. Because now if you're a company, pharmaceutical company, and you make a defective product and it kills children, that's what's going on. It's killing children. And those parents hold you accountable by suing you, suing you for billions of dollars. Not only will maybe that company go out of business, but if that company is able to withstand those types of attacks back, those kind of punches back, then I can assure you that that company is going to start making sure the products they put out are truly safe and effective. Can we all agree on that? And what does that do for the industry? If the industry sees that, hey, this company got hit for billions of dollars by multiple parents and, and people, family members who were killed by their products, that sends the message to the entire industry to straighten up and fly right. And what that does is it starts putting like the FDA and the HHS and some of these organizations that are approving these products, even though clinical trials are still ongoing. It starts putting them on notice that, hey, if you approve this product while it's still in clinical trial, you are going to jail. Not, you're not just going to lose your job. Like That's illegal. You are going to go to jail. <laughs> what is going on right now, which is really sad, is there's no accountability. There's no one holding them. So we, the people, have to be that accountability. And that's why we've been fighting so hard on the grand jury petition initiative. That's why we filed in federal court and said, no, we got to get this started. This is going to take years. We knew that. We've got to get this party started. We've got to get this war front established that 
if we are truly going to win it, if we're going to truly win this war, we have to move forward. Even when it's unpopular, even when it's inconvenient, we've got to move forward. So that's what we did. Senator Dennis Linthicum, Senator Kim Thatcher, our attorney, Steve Jonkis, our entire great team that backs us up. That's what we all decided to do was we're moving forward. Wars are not won by retreat. This is Winston Churchill teaching us this. Wars are not won by retreat. We have to press the attack and press forward. And that's what I'm so honored to bring you, Sasha Ladyapova, because she is one of those warriors. We're moving forward with this. We are not going to back down. We have the high ground. We have the mountain of information that we need. We're going to press forward and make sure that anyone seeing this information can come to only one conclusion, that this is enterprise for fraud. This is murder for profit. This is people, and I mean this, Americans, we have paid to be poisoned and we have to change that. And where do you, how do you change that? Education educating people on what's going on and educating them on what their rights really are. So when we come right back, we'll have more Energetic Health Radio. We'll have Sasha Ladipova, Ladipova on with us. And we're just, it's, I, I, I want to bring you people. I want to bring you, my people, folks who love you that maybe you don't know. So she's definitely one of them. I'm a huge fan of her work. And I hope you'll become a huge fan of hers and of her work because she does it selflessly for you. We'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. All right, healers, welcome back. Energetic Health Radio is also sponsored by GlobalHealing.com, simply the finest, most potent, most effective natural medicines in the world today. Feel the difference. Integrity and love for medicine making can make for you. Go to GlobalHealing.com, enter promo code OUTLOUD, that's all uppercase, O-U-T-L-O-U-D, and discover the medicine God intended for us all. I got to tell you, folks, we have some phenomenal products at Global Healing that have come out, we're going to start highlighting them one at a time. If you have any type of thyroid issue, if you think you might even be a little bit low on iodine, iodine is going to be fantastic for killing off infections. It's going to be fantastic for dealing with some of the EMF frequencies we are being dealt with. We all have to deal with now. If you attended Healing for the Ages, you know that we have a lot of bioweapons and there's, there's a lot of solutions, things we can do about it. We love Dr. Group's Detoxidine. That's the name of the, uh, of the product. It's got nascent iodine in it, which is the most usable form of iodine that we know today. It's in a delicious liposomal 
um, glycerosomal package. So you don't have to worry about taste or anything like that. And I will tell you, just like I said at the conference, we have a nice little skin test you can do. You can actually take three drops of the nascent iodine, put it on the skin, rub it in. And if this, if the color of the iodine goes away in less than an hour, that means you are deficient in iodine and you need to get some more in you. And that's going to help with thyroid. It's going to help with so many functions in the body as well as protect you, but it's also going to help you get a little bit extra energy. So check out, go to globalhealing.com, check out Detoxidine. And there's so much more in that catalog. We love everything that Global Healing is doing, Dr. Group is doing, but check out Detoxidine, get some for yourself. Try out the little skin test and start getting your nutrient levels up so it doesn't matter whatever they unveil, you're going to have the greatest defense against it. Now, joining us today, like I mentioned in the first segment, we have the illustrious, the fearless, the fierce on top of being fearless, Sasha Ladiapova. Sasha, how you doing today, sis? Hi. Hi. Thank you for inviting me, Hillary. Oh, man, we, I have been wanting to talk with you on this show and share your wisdom and your research for a long time. Thanks for joining us, folks. We are going to blow the lid off some stuff. If you haven't heard from Sasha before, make sure after this is over, you find her on Substack. We will have a link to her direct Substack in the show notes. Help her out, right? We got to be family on this. So make sure and subscribe, make sure and send her a little bit of that gratitude for all that amazing work and make sure that you stay informed because this is one of the real truth tellers out there and we're lucky to have her today. So let's jump right in, Sasha. You know, we've been talking about the grand jury effort and the criminal data fraud on our end. You went deeper with it and I really love the work that you've done. You know, you were talking about RICO and how they constructed all this. Give us a primer for the audience who maybe hasn't heard you yet. How have they constructed all of this criminal fraud enterprise? Uh, yes. So uh, the entire uh, people need to understand that the entire COVID, um, what they call COVID pandemic, is uh, uh, basically a fake um, front. Uh, using healthcare as a pretense, pretense of a health emergency to enable um, essentially global war and military action. Um, so all of this is being driven uh, largely by the uh, U.S. Department of Defense. Um, I'm not saying that, you know, it's it's their agenda or, you know, they kind of trying to take over the world. No, they're working for somebody who is trying to take over the world. And the somebody, it's it's not very mysterious. It's private interests, obviously. So it's a private individuals who um, are uh, in control of the money resource, and they're using the uh, most powerful military in the world to uh, drive their current agenda. And uh, they're using this uh, pandemic as a as a pretense, uh, pretense and, and gaslighting and lying and hiding the weapons that they're using and me mechanisms, the legal framework which uh, I uncovered jointly with my colleague um, Catherine Watt. She also writes on Bailiwick News, um, and she's done very extensive legal research into this. So uh, all of the COVID-related items, uh, such as uh, well, we we tend to focus on vaccines because they're most poisonous or whatever is called vaccines. These are these are not 
compliant products. I'll, I'll explain how. Uh, so we focus on them because they're the most poisonous, but there are other poisons being utilized, such as remdesivir, for example, which is a, a extremely poisonous substance. It causes um, kidney failure. It causes uh, all sorts of uh, toxicity in the body, even at one dose. Uh, you know, so it's it's extremely dangerous and very important in this whole uh, uh, enterprise. Then there are other things that are, uh, you know, are not as poisonous, but just as, as dangerous. For example, the PCR tests, which are uh, absolutely fake, non-validated, not clinically valid, uh, overcycled, and thus used as a targeting mechanism. So they they use it to scare people into, oh my God, you have a deadly virus, and also into targeting them into these protocols. And then everything related to it, such as even masks and swabs and staffing uh, money. And importantly, people forget propaganda and lies and censorship. That that is for that all all of that enterprise. Um, they have uh, uh, essentially printed, appropriated, printed trillions of dollars, distributed it through their preferred um, preferred uh, entities. Uh, including a lot of DOD contractors all over the place. Actually, all of everyone working on anything COVID uh, is is a DOD contractor under the law uh, that, that's being utilized here. Um, so what happened is when they announced this COVID pandemic, uh, the first thing that happened was the uh, um, public health emergency declaration and national emergency declaration, which Trump did. And that essentially suspends the constitution because in in law, uh, these uh, public health emergency has the status of a, of war announcement because it utilizes the same uh, sort of oh my god it's emergency we can't follow regular things we have to now uh, now the whole executive branch kind of merges into this they call it whole a whole of government effort which is actually anti-constitutional. You can't have whole of government effort. We're supposed to have three branches of government who are equally, who are like check check and balance on each other, right? right. And, and I, here, I love that you brought that up because yeah. um, one of the things that we've been making the argument of in our grand jury initiative um, has been when we've been interacting with the courts and the federal courts and everything is that it's been very clear in Supreme Court rulings that emergencies do not suspend the Constitution. And the rationale of the Supreme Court justices who made these rulings was very clear. You cannot suspend the Constitution during a time of emergency because the Constitution was formed during a time of emergency, right? Mm -hmm. So keep on going. I'm glad you brought that point. Right. Up. So, so of course, so the Supreme, Supreme Court, when they write opinions and judgments, like they'll write stuff like this, you know, emergencies cannot su su suspend the Constitution. True. And that's, actually, you know, in law, that's true. But in reality, in practice, how these statues are being utilized is the opposite of it. So they give themselves a huge amount. So, so for example, uh, once they announce this public health emergency, essentially, then they, they can uh, appropriate unlimited amounts of money. I mean, they, 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 they printed trillions of dollars without any accountability. Uh, so they're like emergency. We just have to print all this cash, okay? Uh, where is the, <laughs> where is the 
any accountability no none uh the the then they then they make these uh, prep act uh declarations which is extremely important prep act is probably so there are six different statutes being utilized to actually kind of like bastardize the constitution and say yeah it's valid and then go and do exactly the opposite of what it says um and uh, pointing to these statutes so but number one uh, you know, number one awful, awful law that's being used here is this PrEP Act. So PrEP Act was issued in 2005, uh, uh, and it was uh, actually right before 2020 was particularly, there were some amendments made to it that made it particularly bulletproof. And PrEP Act allows them to declare, we have a PrEP Act declaration currently for COVID and for Marburg. So people forget that Mar- for, for Marburg, they also made this. And then PrEP Act is a shield for them. So it says um, that uh, covered persons uh, using covered countermeasures of which vaccines, masks, swabs, remdesivir, all those drugs that they emergency authorized, all the lying and propaganda and suppression and suppression of dissent and banning of hydroxychloroquine and killing people in the hospitals and having an unlicensed traveling nurses coming in and doing all this, all of it is a countermeasure. Like all of these things are covered countermeasures. And if you, anyone, uh, regardless of place of uh, employment, healthcare, non-healthcare, truck driver, Whoever, whoever, whoever is vaccinating, like the fire department vaccinating in the parking lot attendant, anyone using countermeasures um, under PrEP Act, uh, as long as you follow the orders of HHS and DOD, depending, but HHS, uh, if, if that use of countermeasure uh, caused death or injury, it's not considered a willful misconduct by HHS. That's exactly how they explain it. So while also in law, in PrEP Act, it's written, oh, you know, you can do all of this, but willful misconduct, you know, that disqualifies you. But HHS has a different definition of willful misconduct. It says, you can kill if you follow our orders using this countermeasure and report to us within seven days uh, of death or injury, then it's not a willful misconduct. And then the victims or survivors can only sue in one district court in DC, a three panel judge. You cannot do a jury trial. And you have to prove that countermeasure caused death of injury. Mm-hmm. And again, that, that last part, if everyone followed the orders, it's not a willful misconduct and you will be dismissed. So isn't it a license to kill? Yes, it is a license to kill, you know? I, I love that you're I, one of the things I've all, I've loved about you the entire time is you say things what they are. You don't try to you don't care about people's feelings like because we, we, we can't there. They have legalized murder and murder of American citizens and the murder of U.S. citizens using lies and the theft of our own U.S. taxpayer money. This is we've we've been talking about the same thing for a very, very long time. It was very interesting to me when we were looking up the PrEP Act, because, you know, you saw that the 1986 National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act would be kind of the framework where they want immunity, immunity for murder. Right. And that's where it's like, okay, so that was one level of uh, a layer of of protection. But then they added in the PrEP Act and then you said they updated it in 2020. Wink, Mm -hmm. wink, because we didn't know something was about to go down. We just thought it was 
time it was, it was so unexpected it was such an emergency <laughs> right. out of the blue you know <laughs> after 20 trial runs and we we have it this unexpected big virus <laughs> right 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 we 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 were caught off guard completely oh, yeah. By this, right? Never mind that the U.S. CARES Act was authored in 2018 and all those uh -huh. other things, right? We, we were completely caught up. We, we we were we were scrambling just like everybody else was, right? Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, yeah. we have 5G towers being erected globally, you know, during this supposed pandemic, uh -huh. right? So when we look at the the prep act, though, you bring up a concept that I think is very important. And let's talk about this before we go to break, and then after we come back, we'll talk about DOD and some of these other. Like, I, I want to get all the juicy details of like the things that you've learned. Like, hey, I wish every single person knew this and this and this. We'll do that after the break. But when we talk about willful misconduct, we had identified that, like you have, as maybe an a, a, a legal avenue for us to pursue, right, on this because. HHS has their own definition of willful misconduct. If you do what we tell you to do and somebody dies, eh, they die, right? It's not willful yeah. misconduct. No, exactly. Unless your recommendations that you make are based upon fraudulent data. And did, that's- Did they that's, say that? Did, did, that, did, did HHS say that? They, they, way back in 2020, they've since scrubbed this off the website, yes, oh. <laughs> for the prep oh. <laughs> right because i you know i i reviewed their legal opinion letters that they mm -hmm. sent to healthcare providers and that's they don't say that that's how you know i'm i was just just described to you that's how they're saying you know if you follow the orders and you report to us and you don't deviate from our protocols in fact they 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 can uh, so that's how they ensure the compliance with all this evil murderous activity that's going on under pretense of healthcare today because you know, doctors will only do for what what they have malpractice insurance or liability mm -hmm. coverage. Mm -hmm. they, that's that's how you keep everyone following these orders. And while I understand how evil it is, I also want to point out that those who are following the orders are evil. They're the instrument of evil. It's not even Fauci. Fauci never personally injected anyone. Right. It's it's those who follow his diktats and those who follow this knowingly because they're professionals knowingly that they're killing people because the government gives them liability protection guess what that's evil it's totally it's completely evil and it's the it is the card that we have to kick out for this house of cards to fall we have got to kick out and this is where the battleground really is on in the, in the legal terms is over willful misconduct what constitutes willful misconduct? Does does the HHS get to define willful misconduct themselves, or is that something that should be defined by the legislature, the elected officials? That, that should that be defined by the people? And then we get into the spirit of the law as well. The exactly. spirit of the law, willful misconduct. You it, when someone when you've constructed a RICO enterprise of criminal fraud that has stolen trillions of dollars from U.S. taxpayers that has killed uncalculable, incalculable numbers of people in the process, you have committed an act of treason and war against the American people. If that doesn't constitute willful misconduct, then nothing can. And what, they're, oh. like, what you're pointing out is, is this wonderful thing about, hey, just because you wrote some words on a piece of paper doesn't mm -hmm. mean that it's right. Exactly. It, it, that, you know, to remind everyone, that's HHS's own 
legal interpretation of law. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But under the public health emergency, guess what? The HHS is the dictator mm -hmm. because uh, HHS uh, deploys all the countermeasures uh, based on. So, so, so the way they wrote this, again, perverted piece of law, which they're utilizing with several statutes, actually, is uh, once the public health emergency is announced by HHS, Mm -hmm. based on no data whatsoever they don't have to justify it at all it just has to you know we believe there is a virus or we believe there is a potential for public health emergency and and by the way until that law was put in place about public health emergencies which was in the 80s there was no such concept as public as a public health emergency in the united states none there was none this is all this is all a construct and that's where you start seeing like the whistleblower that Tom Renz just um, just alluded to, you know, that the CIA has been heavily involved in this. The CIA, apparently a whistleblower has claimed that six of the seven people who said this was lab origin in Wuhan at, in 2020 were persuaded financially and God knows what else they threatened them with. Right. Take the money or you get this, you, you know, you get a casket. You know, um, if you you need to change your opinion, it's not lab originated. It's not Wuhan. It's zoonosis. It's bat. It's bat poop. Right. Which is just ridiculous, especially when you get into rat G13 sample and there's no bacteria associated with that sample. And that's the closest known relatives. You know, some of Stephen Quay's great work. All right. Hey, we got to take a quick break. We're going to be right back with Sasha Ladiapova and we're going to talk about uh, what I really want to get into is DOD, and I want to get into the things that we all, you wish every single American knew, because we got to get your brain into our brain with all that amazing research you've done. We'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Cofix RX nasal solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. All right, healers, welcome back. I'm here with Sasha Ladiapova, who is our great, great researcher, um, independent researcher, 
when it comes to the construction of the criminal enterprise known as COVID. All right. So, Sasha, I'm so curious to to get to this question. What do you wish every single American knew that you know? Well, the the main conclusion and the, the main message that I want people to know, um, and they you know they might believe it or not believe it, to think me as a conspiracist, and I don't know what I'm talking about, but I do know what I'm talking about. Um, so after having researched this for three years and for, and having all the documentation in public domain, um, what you need to understand is that a medical product, a drug or device. Uh, for which no enforceable liability exists and where all risks are pushed on the recipients and all profits are privatized, it's not a medical product at all. No matter what it's called on the packaging, what the TV tells you, what the Rochelle Valensky tells on TV, that's the situation. So, you know, you can call it whatever you want to call it. it technically, this is a, a, a in in pharmaceuticals. If something is is like this, no liability whatsoever for anyone. Uh, it's considered poison. You can mm. call it a bioweapon. I, uh, it, it's not just bio; it has chemical components. It's actually largely chemicals. Even that that mRNA and DNA, what they tell you it is, it's not. It's a synthetic chemical. Um, so, you know, so they're using chemical poisons, uh, in unapproved ways and, uh, without any compliance and without any liability, pushing all the risk through mandates and lies onto public and private privatizing all the profits to themselves. So that's what I want everyone to realize. And the implementer of it happens to be the department of defense globally. Tell us more about that. I'm really curious about where your research has taken you through to really put those, uh, connect those dots. Well, so we already talked how there's no liability by PrEP Act, right? Mm-hmm, right. So that's the, the statement about liability. The statement about DOD, it's also very clear and it's in the public domain. So it's advertised that Operation Warp Speed was, you know, advertised to public as collaboration between HHS and DOD. Mm-hmm. But in the public documents that I've presented in numerous places, the head of the operation is the Department of Defense, and HHS is only a consultant. Mm-hmm. And in fact, uh, so General Perna was the chief operating officer appointed by Trump. Now it's now that has been restructured a little bit, moved into the next gen. Um, there's another person appointed, also a military, to run it. But at the time when the, all of this happened, it was General Perna, chief operating officer, two thirds of the organization were all military. Very few of them had had any healthcare experience. And all of the aspects of design, implementation, manufacturing, distribution, delivery, and of course, especially all the money uh, came from Department of Defense. Uh, Which means it came from the U.S. taxpayer. Oh, of course it came from the U.S. taxpayer. So not only they they poisoned uh, all, all of those people who, who got the vaccines and got the remdesivir, not only they were poisoned, they actually paid to be poisoned. Paid to be poisoned. There's our title, right, for this segment. <laughs> it's paid to be poisoned. Yes. Uh, and uh, so so anyway, so all of this came through this. So Operation Warspeed is completely military. 
uh, military running it. Uh, they were lying about military being on the logistics. It wasn't. Uh, the manufacturing is done by the established military contractors. Pfizer and Moderna just slapped their labels on it. I have even evidence that the Pfizer and Moderna themselves internally don't really know uh, what what is in the vials, where the vials are going. The distribution uh, completely subverts licensed pharmacy distribution. Uh, again, another thing people don't realize is that in the United States, each state regulates pharmacy distribution. And pharmacy distribution is extremely important in terms of traceability, um, uh, the, the, uh, the tracking of all the uh, product that goes serialization which does not happen for these products. These products, the vaccines are not serialized, um, which means you cannot track individual vials uh, mm-hmm. the system at all. And uh, it subverts the pharmacy distribution because uh, BARDA, which is a Biomedical Advanced Research Development Authority, and not FDA, uh, technically uh, regulates these products, although BARDA has never received a regulatory mandate for pharmaceuticals uh, from, from Congress. Yet they just self-appointed themselves to receive all the product, uh, do QAQC, for which nothing happens, actually. They just uh, literally just uh, look at the paperwork and count the boxes. That's all QAQC that happens. Nobody ever checks this product for compliance with anything. Um, that's actually, I obtained that through FOIA uh, from Barden. Wait, when we've seen Kevin McKernan's great work confirm that, right? Like yeah. all the, all they, they are far and away the vials that he's analyzed far and away over what the um what the what the control limits were supposed to be in terms of purification and content and amount and mm-hmm. we're seeing and from what I've just heard from uh from Kevin McKernan's team um is that they are confirming what we've been saying for a long time that they have weaponized the microbiome and weaponized bacteria and yeast against the host um to the yes. point where the plasmids they're they're finding hundreds of plasmids per bacteria, which is something that's unheard of um, in normal, healthy bacteria and back in micro um, and microbiome. So this is, this is folks, if you think that this was an accident, if you think that this came from a bat in a cave and the poop of a bat in a cave, you are so hilariously misinformed that Mm -hmm. I don't know if we can help you at this point, this is like saying that HIV came from somebody having sex with a monkey out in the African bush. It's a ridiculous, it's it's ridiculous on its face and that people would even consider accepting it. What do you got, Sasha? Well, yeah, absolutely. So they have all these cover stories of zoonosis uh, 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 continuously. That, that's been a cover story forever for all sorts of things. They, they, and, and notice, it's always somewhere in the remote African jung- jungle where mm-hmm. this stuff happens, or somewhere in China uh, in the cave. Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhere nobody can verify. Okay, mm-hmm. so they'll tell you that. It's just like, oh, polar bears are dying at the North Pole. Well, have you counted them? No, 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 but they're dying. We know for sure. And so the, the same thing is is uh, is here. In the remote African jungle, we have flying Ebola, where, in fact, it happens to be Michael Callahan going there, poisoning local marginalized exactly. population with some novel uh, poisons and then collecting samples and then, uh, uh, you know, patenting them. Absolutely. That's, that's the gain of function. 
all of all of our research confirms all that. All of our research yeah. dates back to 1968, showing that they have been doing this since 1968. This has oh, been yeah. modus operandi, and the plasmids are really the vehicle for bioweapon delivery. How you get the payload into whatever organism you want, whether it's a bacteria, yeast, or a mammalian cell. I mean, it's just that's how they do it, and they're experts at doing it. Yes, exactly. So, so the the, the plasmids is a is a, a very well known mechanism, and it's it's even described in textbooks by NIH mm-hmm. to uh, infect uh, to um, destroy microbiome because your E. coli cells will pick them up. I mean, they they that's how they grow them in vats. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how they did it, right? It's like yeah. it's like when pick so, your pick your poisons. Yeah. So your your bacteria will pick them up and then that, that destroys your microbiome. They, they do the same with animals. So like if they inject animals with this, this is going to happen to the animal. Animals going to have destroyed microbiome, have uh, diseases, cancer, and they will be processed into food. They can uh, do it through through pet vaccinations. Again, mm-hmm. like, and there are even published literature that uh, uh, people, uh, people would get uh, infections from from vaccination of their animals of their animals zoonosis right. part right right uh, so so anyway so so that's that's been done forever and they, this is how they do it and they always pretend like this is some kind of a natural evolved naturally jumped out virus uh, yep. so 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 that's that that's that and and then they um well as I said the the DoD um is manufacturing all these products. People st- people need to realize that in the U.S. there has never been uh, approved product shipped like properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the the brand name Comirnaty is supposed to be fully FDA approved, and they supposedly fully FDA approved it, yet they never shipped it in the U.S. They only ship EUA versions. Right, and they never and and with that Cormenardi or whatever you however you pronounce it, I don't even care to pronounce their oh, stuff. Yeah. Right, right. That that one, when you look at the FDA approval, it was a conditional approval letter, and that conditional approval letter said upon completion of all clinical trials. And the oldest clinical trial they had at that time was through 2027. Mm-hmm. So there was no way for it. To, it's still not technically fully approved. But like yeah. you've been saying, nobody's following the rules. Nobody, nobody there's them. and there's nobody and there's nobody holding them accountable to follow the rules. Exactly because of again how this is all structured. It's un, uh, uh, it's it's again HHS is being a dictator. HHS deploys these things. Mm-hmm. So the emergency use authorized products, the way that it's written in law, uh, get deployed under PrEP Act and emergency use uh, emergency uh, declaration, mm-hmm. uh, single handedly by head of HHS, HHS secretary, he or she decides unilaterally in their own capacity using data or not using data they're not obligated to use any data they're not obligated to have any criteria it's just they decide on the basis of maybe effective wow you know a hammer may be effective right exactly and that this is why i'm so glad we have xavier becerra named um, uh-huh. as secretary of the hhs he is named it as a primary defendant you know, in our grand jury initiative, right? And he should and he be. should be right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And before him, Alex Azar, right, yes. who was on on warp speed. You have to go after these people, and we and we keep naming like Department of Defense and and you know and, and and CDC and HHS because that's how we have to help people understand what's going on. But what I want, what I like to get across to everyone is, you have to get into the people within them 
because if you just keep saying CDC, like you, 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 you gave us what was the uh, the soldier's name at the uh, head up of of Gen- General Perna. General uh, Perna, right? We have to start going after names and yeah. not after three letter organizations. We yes. have to go after the, the, he made the decision. Now, who cares how, how he got in that position and put him in there right now? You've got to go after the puppet. If he's a puppet, you got to take him out. You got to cut his strings. Mm-hmm. Same thing with, with Xavier Becerra. If he's a puppet, you got to cut his strings. Fauci was a puppet. Let's say he's a puppet. You got to cut his strings. How do you do that? By naming them. Instead of going after the organization, the C- CDC and stuff like that, name the people who are directly in you know, directly implicated mm-hmm. in these decisions because people made these decisions, right? So Sasha, we're, we, we're going to have to bring you back I, we're, and we're running out of time, but I want to leave enough time for this question. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Why am I doing this? Well, I started speaking out in the uh, early 2021 when they started pushing pushing out mRNA because nobody in my industry, my my background is in the pharmaceutical research and development, uh, uh, other than Mike Yedon at the time, mm-hmm. he was the only person really from pharma R&D who said, this is nonsense. These are going to cause massive autoimmunity and they're going to cause miscarriages. And that was his number one concern. And he wrote a letter uh, together with Wolfgang Waterg. Mm-hmm. They wrote a letter in December, right before the FDA uh, authorized, emergency authorized these shots. Uh, big letter explaining this and detailing it. It was very good. And I saw it and I, and I, well, I also, I was concerned at the time and I was like, just aghast at what was going on. Um, and I, I saw it and I was like, okay, I have to discuss this because we, I was seeing this huge variability of, of lot to lot information, not lot to lot adverse events and deaths in mm-hmm. various. And that to me immediately indicated there was no manufacturing control of this at all. Like it, the data was just like stark, you know, mm-hmm. anybody, any idiot in QAQC, if they saw it, they would say, oh, no, this is just like complete garbage manufacturing pipeline. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yet nobody, nobody spoke up. Nobody, right. not a single person. As I was for years, like the mm-hmm. only person for several years talking about this. And I get and I was getting shut down even by, you know, freedom fighters they were like oh you know but you just saying it's manufacturing and if, if they fix manufacturing they can inject people and i'm like show me that you can fix this you can't it's not possible mm-hmm. that they're making poison and if you fix it the, it's not going to be poison it's, uh, <laughs> it's still but, poison but, but, <laughs> but you can't like there's like i can go into three-hour discussion of how it's it is impossible actually to manufacture what they're saying Right. So, so even that, you know, and, and even trying to like, but, but the, you know, we need to come back to the lawful process of drug approval, which currently does not exist. So we need to come back to that. We need to get rid of PrEP Act, make manufacturers liable again. Yep. Uh, and is establish a new FDA. This one needs to be actually like they all need to be fired. The buildings need to be leveled. We need to rebuild it someplace else mm-hmm. and uh, with completely new people and uh, just follow the good manufacturing practice law. Amen. Right. Yeah. And this and, and we got to give a shout out to Brooke Jackson, right? Because she was going through the same thing. Brooke Jackson was saying, look, I, this is not right. It's easy to see if you care. 
If you're more about humanity than you are about your own profits or, or, or more than you are about your own fear of what might happen to you, it's easy to step up and say something, right? So yeah, exactly. I, I never cared. Like I worked for years I, for free, completely for free. I was working, you know, 60 hour weeks, just pu publishing all this. I got banned everywhere. I was just mm -hmm. putting videos on BitChute because I was like, well, I don't care, but I need to put it out. Maybe somebody will pick it up. Also, I want to have a record for my children and my grandchildren mm -hmm. where I stood and when. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that I need it very clear. Uh, hopefully, internet will be around at, at that time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. The things we have to say now. Yeah. That's not a crazy statement she just said, by the way, folks. It <laughs> might sound crazy. It is not crazy when you understand what's really going on. Uh -huh. <laughs> so. So yeah, I, I I was the same. I was the same way. I was like, okay, we knew they were going to be pushing the go button at some point. I didn't know it was going to be this extensive, mm -hmm. you know. But we knew they were going to be pushing a go button. We had heard enough about Agenda Twenty One for a long time that it was just like, okay, this looks like it's real. Same thing for me. It was like I want my son to see, mm -hmm. you know, what a man does, you know, when something is wrong. You don't just go along. You don't just you know, concern yourself with your day to day, you concern yourself with humanity, because that's what's at stake right you now. You concern right? yourself what's doing what's right. I, I, that's what mm -hmm. I want my children to know. In fact, I, I had a you know, the, uh, conversation with my with my um, uh, 21 year old son who said, Mom, I'm so proud of you. Amen. I, I, I was like, you know, dude, like, and he even said I was surprised. I was like, what did you think I was gonna do? <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> right. It's like, come on, I raised you this way, right? Yeah, of I'm not going to shut up now. <laughs> okay. Well, um, clearly so much on here. So let's make sure you check out Sasha Ladipova's um, uh, Substack. All right. She's got so much great information in there, on there share, that she shares and make sure and support, right? We have to start making sure we support the people that are worth supporting because we need her still in this game. All right. You, we believe me when I tell you on this battlefield, on the chessboard, we see we need her on this chessboard with us. All right. So this is someone, please, everybody go out and make sure you, it's just a couple dollars a month, right? It goes to somebody yeah, who's going to so, help fight. So yeah. So you. my Substack actually, like all new articles come out free and after eight weeks they get archived. So I only charge for access to archive. Um, and see so how dope is that everybody, right? Yeah. How dope is that? Sign up for free. So you get all of our free stuff. But like I said, if you got a couple bucks, support her. All right. This is somebody, you know me, I'm bringing you people who I trust. I bring you people who love you that you may not have ever met. Support them. We need them on this battlefield. All right. You know, you. I will tell you this, you know who I don't support because they never show up on my shows and you know who I'm talking about. All right. So just know that. All right. Know that about it. So uh, Sasha, final thoughts, just give everybody final thoughts. Give me, especially if you got something hopeful for everybody, give everybody a little hope in this massive battle we're in this massive war. Well, uh, so uh, hope. Uh, absolutely. Um, I mean, I also advise people, even though I talk about dark things and, you know, I just, I, I but I just, I try to describe the, the reality as close to the reality as, as I, as I have. And it's all based on, documentation all of this is um mm -hmm. documented uh, publicly now there is a brand of uh what i would call you know the house freedom movement 
that is doom and gloom like mm-hmm. oh my god they sprinkle us with graphene oh it's everywhere and and everybody's infected and we have nanobots running and they're gonna plug us into internet of bodies don't mm-hmm. fall for this that's not possible and even the you know again another three-hour discussion i can go to into the crispr and and dna mm-hmm. altering again that's not possible nobody can alter your dna there is no central location of the dna in your body there mm-hmm. is there are trillions of cells human cells and then microbial cells they have their own dna each cell has a copy of the dna so your collection of local copies of different types of dna in trillions of copies that get renewed and updated all the time you do not have a central location so there's nothing to be altered they can they can damage those cells so so the poison gets into the cells can damage them the cells may die the cells may become cancerous that's very very uh, dangerous and it can injure or kill you but nothing can alter your dna it's with god it's not in your body like you only have a local copy the central server is somewhere else (laughs) right so folks what we're getting into is faith over fear yeah, absolutely. Right. Face over fear. And your body is miraculously designed in the image of God. It can heal itself. Mm-hmm. But the number one component of healing is faith. Amen. If you don't have Amen. it, if you don't have it, you know, you're 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 doomed then. But you have to have faith first. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm trying to communicate to people. People who heal all have one thing in common. They believe they're going to heal. That's what it comes yes. down to, everybody. Amen. Right? That's yes. what it comes down to. So um, I can't wait to bring you back, especially as we get a little bit further along with Grand Jury, because um, we have our oral arguments coming up uh, really soon. It's either going to be in December or February that we have our oral arguments coming up on ours. Um, and they can't, this is the thing, they cannot defeat us on a level playing field. That's why they have to tilt it so far in their favor. But exactly. That takes it so far out of balance that we need all of you to apply that pressure so we can kick that last little card out from under this house of cards and bring it to the ground. And what's that card? The lie of safe and effective and the protection of willful misconduct, the protections that they've put in so that you don't get to call it willful misconduct. I got bad news for these bad guys. You constructed things uh, using criminal data fraud. Because that's the backbone, that is the proof of willful misconduct. And yes, we are going to use your PREP Act and your 1986 National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act. We are going to use them against you. And we aren't going to hold departments accountable. We're going to hold the people in those departments that went along with this lie, went along with this murder for profit RICO scam to account. Sasha, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we got to have you back, of course, right? And talk a little bit more about this. I'm going to connect you with and plug, make sure you're plugged in with some of our other networks that we've been establishing. Remember this, healers. Wars are not won by retreat. We've got to move forward. And Sasha is somebody that we need to keep on that battlefield. So make sure you support her with everything you got. Until we meet again, everyone, uh, it's always a pleasure. We say, may God shine his divine light down upon us all, everyone we love, and surround us in the protection of his warm and healing embrace. I'm Dr. Henry Ely 
founder of the Energetic Health Institute and your voice for Energetic Health Radio. We'll see you again real soon, everyone. Until we do, aloha and adios.